My name is Thad Riley, and welcome to the Thadcast. Here on the Thadcast, we talk a lot about God, relationships, passions, our struggles, and living life as a follower of Jesus. Our mission for the Thadcast is to be the voice of light and encouragement in our world today, and to take you from feeling hopeless and depressed to motivated and refreshed. Thank you for taking time out of your day to join me for a new episode of the Thadcast. Well, it feels like it has been forever and a day, my friends. Thank you for joining me. This is Thad Riley on the Thadcast. And it is, oh, I can't even, what has it been? Two and a half weeks since we've last recorded. And life and craziness and birthday. I had my birthday. I turned 48 years old. I'm officially now 48 in two days. So I am coming at you in the next year of my life. So it has been an entire year. No, it hasn't been a year, but I'm a year older. I'm a year older since the last time that you heard from me. That's how long it has been. So horrible, horrible, horrible. We mean to do more episodes at least once a week here on the Thadcast. So thank you so much for your patience. And let's just, let's dive in. Can we dive in? Let's dive in. So Psalm 119 verse 113 says, I hate the double-minded, but I love your law. Again, I hate the double-minded, but I love your law. So I want to say that one of the challenges of the world that we live in today is speaking clearly and directly and having a position that is straightforward. Because it is so easy to want to cloak and dagger everything and to be uh, to be on the same page with every single person that you talk to. Hence, social media. I mean, how many times will people agree with things that they completely don't agree with, but they'll click like because it's someone that they know or someone that they like, right? Did you ever feel that temptation like, oh my gosh, this person is so on. This post is terrible, horrible. I'm not clicking like on it, right? And maybe that's a small thing. But what about when you're having a conversation with someone and they're saying something that you totally disagree with? And what are you doing? Are you nodding your head? It's it's like even the subliminal vibe that we have in our soul to start nodding our head and agreeing with things that are completely polarizing and against. Well, the Bible teaches us that part of love is truth, but part of speaking in love and truth is kindness, right? So these all have to be meshed together into the mature human form that is the Christ follower, that is a follower of Jesus, right? And the Bible teaches us these things. So what I want to encourage you with today is an understanding, always be striving to not be double-minded, okay? And in another, uh, another version of the scripture says, I hate those with divided loyalties, but I love your instructions, right? So what are we doing with so much of our lives? And I don't mean just from a political landscape, but I also mean from a theological landscape. And this is why I will just digress into the world of Christian universalism, why I think it is one of the most wretched belief systems of all time. Because what it says is, is that all of the scriptures I inherently believe up to a certain point, but I won't believe the things that don't either intellectually or cult- culturally reconcile in my brain. Okay? Now, first of all, let's just pause here and say this. How massive is God? Right? I mean, can you and I really understand a, a, a being, a spiritual entity that has no beginning 
and no end. I mean, we're not talking about before the earth. We're talking about before the whispers of any matter in the universe, there was God. What was he doing for 10 billion years before that? I, I don't know how any of that works. Okay, we can get into a mind meld going there. But at the end of it all, he wins. He is victorious and glorified over and above everything in the universe. And we are connected deeply to him for all of eternity. You and I are eternal beings with no end. Okay, and so in understanding the unfathomable idea of our God, we have to understand this. We are not going to be able to reconcile every single piece of the scriptures because it is too enormous for us to do that. So this is where that thing, that, that faith, without faith it is impossible to please God. He who comes to God must believe that he is and he rewards those who seek him. Right. So that's a song from my childhood, but it's also a scripture. Don't don't ask me the verse because I know the song. Right. I That's it. But without faith, it is impossible. Faith is what helps us reconcile the things that we can't understand. So we know that we can't understand a lot of things in this world today. We know that we can't understand necessarily the scriptures and how all of these things interject. Like, I can't really give you definitions on what the end of the world is going to look like to the point of, are we pre-trib? Are we mid-trib? Are we post-trib? And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you don't even need to worry about it. Here's what you need to think about. Jesus is your king. He came on the cross. He died. For, he didn't come on a cross, but he, he ended up on the cross. He died for your sins. And he rose three days later on the grave. And anybody who wants to love, know, and obey Jesus that's it. That's the key to salvation. It's all through Jesus, okay? And that's what we need to know. A lot of these other things, we just can't reconcile. We can't. We don't have the brains or the technology or the science, yes, the science, to do it. For instance, you know, was the world specifically created in seven days, six days with a day of rest? Was it six 24-hour periods? There's a lot of discrepancies. I can tell you, I know conservative theologians who are ultra-conservative who believe in evolution. That's it. That's it. I don't want to blow your mind on it, but it's just the way it is. We cannot reconcile every piece of this world. Hence, we need faith. We need faith, okay? And faith is what helps us to not have, as the other version says, a divided loyalty. It's what helps us to not be disappointed in the scriptures. It's what helps us with this idea of, um, uh, uh, what was the term, double-minded, right? I hate the double-minded, these people who walk the line. So Christian universalism says, I've got to be in touch with my feelings too, and this, my brain has to work, and culturally this has to work, and there are certain omissions from the Bible that I'll just kind of work my way over, or I'll pick up some obscure manuscript from, you know, 1000 AD, which refutes a lot of the Bible and the scriptures and says this, that, and the other, and this was important, and it was just the Gospels anyway for the red-letter Christians. Here's my point. Here's my point. We, as followers of Jesus, need to be single-minded in our theology, okay? And when we're not, we have faith that the scriptures are true. We have faith that the scriptures are right. We have faith that Jesus is king no matter what, and that God is always God, and he is always to be glorified. And he always has a plan, and he has goodness for us. And we may not see much of that in this life, but for all of eternity, we most certainly will. So when the psalmist is saying, I hate the double-minded, but I love your law, 
What he is saying is, I hate the wishy-washy. I hate the going back and forth. I hate the confusion rhetoric of theologians today. What I really like is the truth from your scriptures. And he goes on to say, you are my hiding place and my shield. I hope in your word. Because the word of God is true. Second Chronicles 7.14 says, If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and forgive their sin and heal their land. The word of God is true. John 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Romans 6.23, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God, that the gift of God is Jesus. The gift of God is eternal life. Through who? Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Psalm 24, the Lord will give you the desires of your heart. Not that he's going to give you everything you want, but he's going to make you passionate for the right things. When you love him, when you follow him, when you seek God, these are the answers that you, my friends, and I need to really get rooted in and foundational in is the truths of the scriptures. And no, you don't have to understand everything. Dive in deep, dig in hardcore, ask the tough questions, but believe, my friends, believe and have a strong, non-wishy-washy faith that is so, so easily pushed and pulled by all the 